Hello. Hello, Emma Reeves. Hello, Thank is that for... Lewis? Yes, it is. Thank you for joining us on um, Consigi Radio. <laughs> oh, thank you very much for asking me. <laughs> um, first thing which I would like to start with is what, why did you get into script writing? What really got you into script writing? Well, I think it was probably being an actor. I used to do a lot of acting when, when, when I was younger. And in fact, I was a professional actor for a short time. I think, yeah. I think I liked telling stories in that way. And I suppose it evolved from there. Yeah. Um, take us through, because I love this series, um, take us through the origin of um, Eve as a series and the struggles that you had to go through to get it made. Well, I think, it, you know, it, it probably wasn't much more of a struggle than, than TV usually is. There's usually quite a, a long development process. <laughs> but but I, I, I think I looked back, um, we, we, finished the, we finished the series in 2016, I think, and uh, it all was broadcast then in 2016. We, and I looked back and the very first email I had about it from David Chikwe, yeah. and David Chikwe and I would end up being co-creators was in I think January 2010 and so it was about it was about three years um maybe four before we started yeah. actually filming so um what was from, the inspiration for it uh David ha had the idea of um having a a, a story about um, a female android um called Eve and um and and, and he sort of wrote a kind of um rough one-page pitch and yeah. um and then i and, and i started working because he he had done a lot of um tv development and he was a producer but he hadn't um done, he hadn't got, got at the time he hadn't at the time got any um tv writing credits um and he was working for a company called leopard and i'd written a lot for cbbc so he thought i'd be the right person to work on this so we sort of developed it and and um you know i created some of the other characters and um uh, and and I sort of the, the the sort of the sort of the context changed a bit, and we sort of and I brought in um I think and I brought in Lily. I think at one point we um there was some talk of you know could they be on the run, being a different place every week, but um and CBBC that'd be quite expensive because you really need to have set things around a few studio sets. So, yeah. um, so that's what we did. Because um, I can remember um, Eve actually started as a sitcom come series one, then come series two. It became sort of like a drama, didn't it? Yeah, because so I think David and I are always keen to sort of up the um, sci-fi content. And interestingly, I suppose it was, I think at the beginning, it was still quite sitcom-y because um, it, it had sort of originally been intended as even more of a full sitcom because um, when we first... We, we we were we were we we sent our pitch to CBBC and we had various meetings and um, the the um, head of CBBC at the at the at the very beginning was I think still Damien Kavanagh and he saw it as more of a sitcommy option um, so and and then then he left and Cheryl um, took over and Cheryl um, saw it more of um, a, 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 a more of a drama and thought it could have more serial elements which we really liked because. Going back then, it's funny to think, but um, there was a time when um, CBBC shows discouraged having too much cereal because they they wanted yeah. um, when things were, for instance, sold abroad, they want they they thought people wanted to to have shows they could watch in any order. But of course, now you know it, it was it was sort of before you know because I was I've been working for them since 
2004. So before sort of box set culture and binge binge watching TV really yeah. took off. <laughs> so, um, so, so Eve sort of, and, and I'm sort of really glad that we were sort of, and we were gradually able to include more and more serialized elements, which sort of I personally like because that's sort of, you know, something I enjoy watching. So um, I was sort of glad that we were eventually able to, to sort of use that element in it. Demon Headmaster, um, what made you bring um, that back? And of course, you're writing the second series now. Yes, well, I, I think that that was something which I'd, I'd read. Well, I think there were only really the first two books around when I was actually a child, and um, I'd read those books and loved them. And then when I was when I when I was a student, the um, original series came out, and I just absolutely loved it. It was I think for the time it was it was a, a really outstanding piece of children's TV, very dark. The adapter was Helen Creswell, who's uh, was a very prolific. Sadly, no longer with us, but she was a very prolific um, writer of novels and TV. So, anyway, it was a, it was a fantastic adaptation. I always remembered that. And then, funnily enough, I was at CBBC having a meeting about another project, which would which would ultimately not happen. Although we didn't know that then. When almost as I left the room, Anna Davis, the the head of development, turned to me and said what do you think about the demon headmaster? And it was one of those sort of, you know, turn around, needle rips off the record moments. So I was like, oh my God, the demon headmaster. Oh my God, I'll be bringing it back. I'd love to work on that. So, um, so people know um, demon headmaster, it's not this silly demon with horns, cartoony looking demon, is it? What's that? Sorry, I've got a bit of dodgy phone here. Sorry. Um, so people know, um, it's, um, Demon Headmaster, it's not, um, a demon sort of, like, funny sort no. of demon with horns or, um, cartoons. You're right, he's not, <laughs> he's not, he's not a demon, although, although his, <laughs> although his, um, he's, you know, he's not certainly, certainly we do, you know, he's not a demon in the religious sense, although his, his origins, origins are mysterious, but I think, um, uh, you know, I have my own, private fan speculations on his origins but um, of course in the um, in the you know in, in in the in the show um you know it's one of Gillian's rules Gillian Cross being the original author that yeah. um that we you know we we ne we, we we never reveal the the headmaster's true origins but people can speculate and uh, yes I, I and I sort of think I don't see don't think he's the, the demon headmaster is sort of an obviously a name that that some of the sort of some of the children the original children gave yeah. him because because he's because of the terrible things he does, but he certainly he has evil. He has well, he has powers which he would say he chooses um, to to use efficiently. Others might say he chooses to use them for evil. <laughs> and, um, and and he also and what one aspect of him which was um that, that which was is explored in the books and is explored in the latest the later original series and which we're beginning to explore in the um mm -hmm. well, we, we, well, well we did explore it a bit in in series one yeah. is that sort of as well as his and i think it's not giving anything to to say that his major power is hypnotism because that no. is that <laughs> is the sort of that's the premise of the whole show but um mm -hmm. but but he but he also um uh, he seems to sort of possess and be able to use surprisingly advanced tech so he kind of seems to be ahead of what certainly ahead of what tech is normally available to humans that's that would appear so, so that's another thing we know about him can i just say i am 
the reason why I love Eve and Demon Headmaster is that um, if you um, not put them on CBBC, you won't know the difference. They feel like normal dramas minus the um, inappropriate stuff and language. Well, that's exactly like... how we think of it, to be honest. I mean, yeah. you know, we don't we don't sort of think oh. Uh, because I've, and I think you know, I think there are, there are a lot of dramas, interestingly, sort of, which do sort of, which on, on other channels, which sort of know that they will have a family audience, so are sort yeah. of careful can, about what they. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which sort of. So it's it's funny because because a lot of um a lot of dramas. I was I was talking um yesterday to some to some writers who, who write for the shows um, uh, sort of um their sort of mystery shows father brown and um yeah. shakespeare and hathaway and they and they were saying obviously their their shows are ostensibly aimed at adults but they know they will have children watching oh, yeah. so they make it suitable for them and and, uh, and our shows are ostensibly aimed at children but for a start we don't we know we know that children child audiences are very very sophisticated intelligent, and, <laughs> and intelligent and and they pay and they pay attention so yeah. so it's sometimes i sort of think you know I often think you only need to tell the child audience something once and they'll remember it. Whereas an adult audience is sort of, you know, that you, you sometimes you need to tell them over and over again. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so, so, so I think, so I think child audience is very um, intelligent, sophisticated yeah. and, but also, but also we know we will have a few adults watching. So obviously there's no inappropriate content, um, but, or, but, you know, obviously definitions of inappropriate change over the years you know i, I look yeah, back at i find that yeah yeah you look back at some of some of the sort of show if you have if you ever seen sort of stephen moffat's press gang from the 90s um there's, there's, there's an episode i mean it's a fantastic series but there's there's an episode with a shotgun in that which i can tell you would never get away with nowadays <laughs> do you know there's a there's an episode in press gang called um big finish and that's where oh, yeah. they got the name for the audio <laughs> dramas of Doctor Who. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. And they didn't even know, of course, that Moffat would be. Sh I mean, I know that Moffat was very big in the fan community, but obviously nobody knew he would go on to to write Doctor Who at the time. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Emma. Um, it's been oh. a real privilege. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Lovely to speak to you. That's, that's fine. <laughs> it's been a really good talk. Thank you. It's lovely to have a chat.